This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 328 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Equestrian Collections. For all of your holiday shopping needs, visit equestriancollections.com. Howdy, I'm Glenn Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. Well, today we have with us a new person that has not been on Horse Tip Daily before. Her name is Tanya Cubit. She is perf- from Performance Horse Nutrition. Going to talk a little bit about horse nutrition today, and we're going to have her on. She was a guest on the Jumping Radio Show last week, episode number 34, and she did a segment on nutrition that we thought you would enjoy. So if you did not hear the Jumping Radio Show, you'll be able to hear Tanya. Let's talk about nutrition right here on Horse Tip Daily as well. If you want to hear the rest of that episode of the Jumping Radio Show, you can visit jumpingradio.com, episode number 34. But right now, I just wanted to remind you that Christmas and the holidays are coming. And you can find all the holiday gift buying gifts you need at equestriancollections.com. They have everything for you, for your horse, for your spouse, for your kids. Whatever you're going to need in the holiday shopping spirit, you can find at equestriancollections.com. We did a couple of shows with them over the last couple of years, and they have a ton of different gifts. We'll be doing another show here on Stable Scoop shortly, where uh, we will be highlighting 10 uh, recommended products for holiday gift giving from Equestrian Collections. But you can find all the products that you want and need at a price you can afford just by visiting equestriancollections.com. And now it's time for our new expert from the Jumping Radio Show. Take a listen. Well, we're back and we're going to be uh, starting off this week with a new segment uh, on on nutrition and performance nutrition by Tanya Kubit, who's a PhD and she works for a performance, performance Horse Nutrition. And she's going to give us a tip of the week on some of the basics of nutrition. So let's hear from Tanya. Well, Tanya, welcome to the Jumping Radio Show. Thanks so much for joining us. I know you've got a lot to bring to the show and helping our listeners uh, on the subject of nutrition. Thanks, Chris. I'm I'm excited about sharing all of my nutrition uh, tips with all of your listeners. Well, terrific. Let's uh, start a little. Give give our listeners a little bit of background, Tanya, about where you are. Your company, Performance Horse Nutrition. I believe you're based up in uh, Virginia. Correct. I am actually based in Virginia, uh, and my business partner, Dr. Steve Duran, actually works out in Idaho. So the company is based out of Idaho, but I'm lucky I can work um, from Virginia. Now, listeners will soon pick up that you don't have a Native American accent. You're actually from Australia. So how did you make your way to the States and to get into nutrition? Uh, yes, I, I am from the Deep South. I'm from Australia. And I came over in 2001 on a Rotary Scholarship uh, and went to Virginia Tech and did a Master's and PhD under Dr. David Cromfeld and Dr. Ray Gore and was very fortunate. They have a wonderful facility there, did a Master's in Growth and reprodu- growth and uh, Nutrition, and then my PhD really focused on reproduction and, and nutrition. 
everything so, around nutrition. Everything around nutrition, and that's where your world evolves. So you are the right person to come on the show and share us, share with us some tips, really, because it's such a complex subject. So I thought we'd start, Tanya, with some of the basics that everybody needs to consider, no matter what they're using their horse for. Yeah, I think that's exactly the place we need to start. I give a lot of meetings around the world, and everybody seems to want to make it far too complicated. Um, but I think if we understand the basics, then we we are better able to develop a, a good feeding program. And I think one of the most basic things, which a lot of your listeners probably already know, but we forget about often, is that the horse is a grazing animal. He's supposed to graze constantly all day long or at least be outside and be able to walk around. They weren't naturally stuck in stalls. Um, they didn't stand in the one place all day and I always joke and say they didn't actually eat on buckets hanging on trees they ate off the ground and for me that's an important part of the natural digestive tract is for him to have his head down um, a lot of people have issues with choke and that's one of my first recommendations is for the horse to put his head down um, they didn't eat what I call aesthetically pleasing dairy pastures they ate more native grasses um, so I think that's that's a, a really important factor that a lot of people forget about. I think that we have changed what we do with horses. They originally lived out on the prairie and, and didn't do a lot, just ran away from predators. Uh, then we moved into using them as workhorses, um, made them go to war, and they actually worked quite hard. So we realized that the forage that they were eating didn't give them enough nutrition. We started adding cereal grains because that was the energy source we had available to us. Uh, and now horse nutrition has evolved, and it is really a moving target. There's always something new happening. But now we've evolved to bagged feeds that if we choose the right bag of feed and we follow the directions on the back of the bag, we shouldn't have to add a lot of extra things. I would say... When it comes to the nutritional disorders that I see in horses, most of them are indirectly or directly related to something that we do to the horse, never intentionally. We love our horses. Sometimes I say we kill them with kindness, but they have to fit into our schedule. They are at the mercy of what we have available to us, what we can afford, and especially when this comes down to forage, if we live in a more built-up area and we have to board the horses and there's less pasture access or they have to share with multiple other horses, then it becomes really important that we give them enough forage. And what is enough forage? General rule is about 1% to 1.5% of the horse's body weight. So for a 1,000-pound animal, if the horse has got limited access to pasture, they should be eating at least 10 to 15 pounds of hay. And some people say, wow, that, that's a lot of hay, but that's a bare minimum. So they are some of my basics. Well, all important to, con yeah, to consider, um, you know, the, just those fundamentals, really, because that gives you a base on which to build your nutritional program depending on the level of performance and activity in a horse, I guess. Yes, it certainly does. I mean, it doesn't matter where I'm speaking or to whatever group. If you don't take anything else away from my, my seminars, it's that forage is the most important part of the horse's diet. And that's why I always start with the evolution of the horse. That's what he's supposed to eat. Not all this other complicated stuff. He's supposed to 
the, the basis of his diet is forage, and we must always remember that. No matter whether they're an Olympic-level horse or just your backyard trail horse, they need to eat quality forage and enough of it. You know, it's interesting watching horses graze at this time of year, Tanya. You know, we're down here in Kentucky. I know you've been here for the World Equestrian Games, and you saw how brown it is, How what a drought we've had now for week, well months, really. We haven't had any decent amount of rain. I think we're something like seven inches below our normal level for this time of the year. And consequently, the grass has lost its nutritional value and it's gone brown uh, very early on. But I'm, I walk around here every day um, in wonderful horse country in these beautiful bluegrass pastures, Tanya, and I see horses picking away at what you think, gosh, what are you getting out of this? But they must get something. It speaks to your 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 point just earlier about how they would habitually, when the, you know, what they're naturally used to doing in the wilds. And they will forage amongst anything, won't they? They certainly will. And that uh, what looks like dead grass still is giving them a certain amount of fiber that they need to keep the hindgut, the bacteria in the back part of the digestive tract to keep them all balanced and doing their job. So even if you think there's nothing out there, they will forage and they will pick the smallest little green shoots. If They will seek them out. They will find where there may have been a damper area and they will find those, uh, those shoots. But it's really important that, they, um, that they're just foraging. Yes, yep. Well, terrific. And I know you're going to bring us a lot more useful information in weeks to come, Tanya. Really good nutritional tips that I think will benefit uh, all our listeners, not just on the Jumping Radio Show, but there are tips that we can use here on our regular Horse Tips Daily, something that Glenn, of course, brings every day, a tip of the day. So uh, we look forward to more of those. Now, what are you, what are you planning for us next time, Tanya? Next time, I thought I'd talk a little bit more just about the basics of the digestive tract, and then eventually we'll get on to um, using this information, what's supposed to go into the digestive tract, where it's supposed to be digested, what happens if we interfere a little too much or we have some issues, and then how to choose the right bag of feed. Because I think a lot of us struggle when we go into a feed store. There are so many choices between just between haze, between bags of feed, and then not to mention supplements. So how do we choose the right one for our horse and not necessarily the prettiest bag? Well, thank you to Tanya and Chris from the Jumping Radio Show. We really appreciate that. And as I said, you can find the rest of that show with an interview with Georgina Bloomberg. If you know anything about jumping, you know she's a up-and-coming young star in the jumping world and daughter of uh, Michael Bloomberg, mayor of New York City. So you can listen to all that at jumpingradio.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you being here. We'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone, and wear that helmet. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. 